hoping you're just going to drop it in at some point. I'm not going to pressure you too much because I know that that's not the way to get anybody to do something. That's not how it works. But I'm just telling you, I think it would be fun if at some point you dropped it in there. We'll just kind of leave it at that. That being said, I do think it's funny that you and I, you went to get a little coffee, get a little water during the break. And you looked at me like, yeah, I can't believe I did that. It's not, it four Al. Times. It's not the least bit unbelievable. You've done that to me multiple times. Okay, but here's, You've here's done the it question. to Taylor now here's, multiple times. Here's the times. question. Yeah. The question is, do you think I do not know? Of course I know. I'm just not thinking about it in the moment. Yeah, things slip your mind. It's okay. I Fair enough. But like the, the, the going out with your wife every Friday. Of course I know that. <laughs> We've had the conversation 38 times. We, we have. I'm just not thinking about it well at the I, time. but it, it's I, I know that you've heard it and that somewhere 90 times about the bottle of wine that he took right. even though he doesn't drink right just not thinking and about I, it. I get it that it's in your brain somewhere it's in one of the little creases that we all have and it, it lives in there but i i think the reason it's not at the forefront the of your stop mind sign doesn't come out and be like out <laughs> right uh, right that the stop sign doesn't pop out when we talk about his you know that he's that he doesn't drink or that i go out to dinner at the same place every night or many of the other things that we've mentioned that i'm losing you it. say I'm no losing it's my memory. that when it hits you in the moment mm-hmm. you don't give a damn and so it just it's in there like you heard it it's not like you didn't hear the words it just doesn't mean anything to you it doesn't it doesn't hit you in a meaningful a way i expect you to offer me a drink at the mansion i'm a bad guy <laughs> hey heading up at little gonna get a doers on the rocks you want one where's your drink you want, man where's you want your drink double? so this is the sixth time you came up to taylor to ask him for a drink honestly <laughs> taylor doesn't drink is he just not well. drinking tonight or <laughs> is he sick a coke yeah is he got the flu why <laughs> yeah give me a coke <laughs> why is he why is he not having anything uh, you're, you're all right. He doesn't drink. I go to dinner on Friday nights, and Emily coaches water polo. These are the things that you need to these commit basic to memory. Things. These are the these are the truths of the Trav and Slee show. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. So, um, Star Wars came out on this day in 1977. My dad was born on this day in 1948. It's a big day. There's a lot going on. And um, Clayton Kershaw made his major league debut this day 14 years ago. Here's Vince Scully. Five games doing things his way. Big curveball swung on and missed. The out recorded at first. Four strikeouts for Clayton Kershaw. That's awesome. Debut called by Vince Scully, racking up some some strikeouts along the way. And it, it, it's just now we're at the end, right? I'm not saying it's the last season, but yeah. it might be. It could be his last season, right? And then if Clayton Kershaw, because especially with the injury start to mount up, he's still pitching really well. But at some I point, got off to you, a great start, yep. yeah, a terrific start. But these guys come and go so quickly. Like in the moment, you feel like, okay, he's a prospect, he's a high draft pick. I think this is going to be, you know, everybody's saying, oh, he's got a curveball like Sandy Koufax, and oh, okay, let's let's see it. He shows up, you're like, wow, mm. that guy's really really good. And then he becomes an all-star, and yep. now he's a Cy Young Award winner, and now he's an MVP, and all these things. You feel like, and now all of a sudden, we're at the point where, God, I hope he comes back for one more year. It happens fast, well, man. Well, it also, I mean, it adds something to hear, to hear Vin. Sure. Right? Like, to just hear him for the first time talk about Clayton Kershaw. How do you know what this guy's going to become? How do you know how much impact he's going to have on the Dodgers organization? How do you know how many years he's going to represent the the, the Dodger blue? Like, there's I, – I remember this, I, and I don't know if this stands out to you or not. I remember one time Chick was interviewing Kobe, and it was just, uh, you know, one of those conversations, and it's, you know, what, what the heck is Kobe Bryant going to be in the NBA? Kobe with the Los Angeles Lakers? Who is this kid? 
wait, they traded Vlade to go get him, whatever it is, sure. right? Like, just that young, that raw. And that conversation is so um, – it's so – raw is the best way that I can put it. But it sticks in your mind like, damn, this is before he was Kobe. Mm-hmm. But it's the Chick Hearn piece of it that you love as well. Oh, it's sure. The fact that they're having the conversation. that Listening to that call, it's Vin introducing – a player that's going to have such a tremendous impact on the Dodgers at such a young age. Chick Hearn and Vin Scully, they're kind of the guy that gives you your legitimacy, right? That if they if they are a part of what it is that you're doing, mm-hmm. if they're calling your games, if they're saying, you know, oh, here comes Clayton Kershaw, and you hear like, okay, this is – it's legit mm-hmm. because it's his voice or, or, or Chick's voice. It just brings a, a level of – legitimacy to it not that if you just had some guy that that Clayton Kershaw comes in and has the exact same career it's still an amazing career but you're right it it, kind of elevates it to a different spot when when you think of him what what do you think of like because we we, we talked about the multiple all-star teams and signing award winners and MVPs he's a world series champion all, all all of these things but because when I think of it the first thing that comes to mind we started talking about this and I wasn't even thinking about it in these terms but it just kind of popped in He's the defining face of about a decade and a half of Dodger baseball and almost all of it terrific. Now, some huge disappointments along the way. but the and, Dodgers and those, been, come, those come into play, too. Oh, for sure. Right. For sure. But when you think of the Dodgers of the 2010s, it's Kershaw's team. That's what you think of. He's the guy that goes to front of mind. That's his legacy, right? The Dodgers had a 10-, 12-year window where they were good just about every year. They won at least one World Series, went to at least two others. Um and he was the best player on the team for that entire period of time. That, that's that's his legacy, right? I think of him. I think about the conversations you used to have before the World Series championship of, hey, in clutch time and in big moments, what's Kershaw going to do? Mm-hmm. I think of him during the series against the Astros where you look back at it now and say, okay, yeah, Definitely a squad is cheating against <sighs> Kershaw, cheating against the Dodgers. He was Pete Kershaw at that point, too. Pete Kershaw. I think of him, um, you know, I, I think for players like that, where you're really defined is in the postseason. So I think there's a lot of times when I think of Kershaw, I do think of um, his success and also the times where you're sitting there, you're up 3-1, Kershaw comes in against the Nationals, gives up two solo jets. I think there is... That that's the that's the unique part of Kershaw is there's everything right. It's you think of him at the absolute top, and then you also kind of spend time thinking about him at times where you're saying in some of the biggest moments in his career, it, it just naturally that that's what comes to my mind. All that it's it's interesting because the failures that you're talking about make him one of us, right? That Magic Johnson won five titles, but Magic really screwed it up a couple of times mm-hmm. and it was like okay I, I went and i got it back and, and and i won it and you look at at kobe and Shaq, and they had a great run but they had a lot of things that didn't of really work out and it's by being in a place a really long time and you have to be an, an extraordinary performer but if you just kind of come in and everything goes right it's just hey, okay that's that's fun it's cool but we got to see him in the dugout against the washington nationals with his hands over mm-hmm. his head like i can't believe it happened again and then you get to see him win the World Series, yep. and maybe we'll get to see him win another. It's yep. certainly possible mm-hmm. that it, it, you become one of those guys that you, you you feel for. It's not just, oh, he's a great pitcher. You got to see him get his butt kicked a couple of times, really have some low, low moments that make you just really love the entire ride. 
that it wasn't just, oh, he won the Cy Young four or whatever, and how many times it was, won the MVP, won a couple of World Series, and was a great pitcher of his era. Yeah, okay, cool. But that you got this little back and forth, and you really remember getting tagged by the Cardinals and Don Mattingly leaving him out there to just take a beating. It's like, get him out. Mm-hmm. It, it, it makes it more special in an odd way because you, you're right. You can't think of his career and not think of those moments, and it makes him far more human and far more embraceable, I think. How about when they won the World Series, finally won it, a lot of the conversation was, I'm glad Kershaw got yeah, it. Yeah, right? and so, participated in it. So, so think about that. So it's not just the... It's not just the, um, well, the Dodgers won a World Series and this specific individual player and that guy also got, no, no, no. Mookie already had one in Boston. You know, like just kind of go down the list. It's Kershaw that you were almost, can can we just. Just get him one. Can he get one? <laughs> right. So a lot of that conversation could also go away and that that's part of it. I'm curious. 877-710-3776. You know, 14 years ago, Clayton Kershaw's debut today. What do you think of when you think of him? Do you think of him as the greatest pitcher in Dodger history? Like, I'm genuinely curious how people think of him. Mm-hmm. How, how does he resonate in your heart? Right there, we, The Dodgers have been very fortunate. They've had a lot of great players, but he feels like he's on a, on a different tier. He's on a tier with those Koufax guys, those mm-hmm. Fernando guys. And, and look, Clayton Kershaw has had a better career than Fernando Valenzuela. I mean, just he's, he's a better pit. But there are just certain guys that land a certain – like Kirk Gibson hit, had the arguably – the defining moment in L.A. Dodger history, sure, sure. right? That, that, that home run in 88 was arguably the greatest moment in L.A. sports, right? We, we all know it. My hair, the hair on my arm is standing up thinking about mm-hmm. it. But you don't associate Kirk Gibson exclusively with the Dodgers. You think of that moment, but you don't think of him as one of the Dodger greats of all time. You think of Fernando. You think of Drysdale. You think of Koufax and Hershiser and of course, Kershaw, like where does he fall in to that, to that hierarchy along the way? 877-710-ESPN, and I'm so glad he didn't go somewhere else. Yeah. I, I don't know how close he ever probably came to it, but I know Emmett Smith went to the Cardinals and Patrick Ewing played for the Orlando Magic. I get it, and we tend to forget. The Sonics. <laughs> the Sonics? Right. He was on the Sonics, Sonics. Right? I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. It's just nice that, that that baseball card, that picture, hopefully – is not out there somewhere. I was watching Corey Seager last night. They played the yeah, uh, Angels, Angels. And it's like, ah, oh, it's too bad. I, I really liked Corey Seager as a Dodger. He's a great player. But that's the way it goes. More money yeah. somewhere else. Kershaw, watching him pitch for the Rangers or anybody else, that would have been a deep do you bummer. think? Do you think it's his final year? Not if he continues to pitch like this. Yeah. If he has... Because he'll get another one-year deal. Yeah. If he pitched... Let, let's say that he comes back and he looks pretty good. Yep. I mean, let's say he even goes down again, but comes back and he pitches pretty well. I think maybe there's could, enough there. There's I can still get guys out at this level. I want to do it. There, mm-hmm. here's the other part, and this is credit to the Dodgers. They're going to be good next year. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a chance to win the World Series next mm-hmm. year. Let's say they win it this year. You want to come back and try to do it again, or let's say they don't. You don't want to come back and try to get one more. That if this was a team, let's say the Angels, right? Let's say the Angels have another great season and they're they're off to a good start. They go to the World Series. There's no guarantee they're coming back the next year. The Dodgers have as close to a guarantee as you can find. So, yeah, I think he might come back what again. If, what if it's a situation where a team is willing to give him? Remember, a lot of the conversation in the offseason was the Rangers. Uh-huh. Maybe Texas gives him some type of a deal. I think at the time we were talking about, well, what if they gave him a three-year deal? It's like, all right, well, what if they give Seager – X amount of years, there's your answer, right? So the Seager one is a good example. What if he ends up? Do you, do you think he would? You think he would pitch outside of the Dodgers, knowing that let's say the Dodgers aren't willing to give him another sixteen, seventeen million dollar deal next year? Think he'd still pitch somewhere else? I don't. 
I, no. th- I think if he was going to go do that, he might have gone to, to to have done it already. Even though it was a one year deal, I think that they'll the, the Dodgers are not going to. If somebody goes insane mm-hmm. and says, "Look, we're going to give you thirty five million," the Dodgers aren't going to do that. No. But if it's a normal deal that's maybe a little bit more competitive than they would like, I think that they'll figure they'll out a way it. to get it yeah. done. All right, let's try Jason in Downey. Jason, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up, Jason? What's going on, guys? Good morning. So, like I just told Dan, like just right now, when it comes to playing Kershaw. He is the GOAT of all Dodgers. He's probably the best pitcher we've ever had. I've never seen Koufax. But, you know, all the, all the great things you can say about him as a baseball player, you times that by 10 when it comes to him being a human being. So there's always that one guy that people say, well, my team's out of it, but I want that guy to win a ring. I, I want to root for that guy because they're a good guy. He has been that guy for his entire career. When the Dodgers were giving him a bunch of money, it, it, it was nice to know that I know that some of it is going to go to his charity work, to his causes that he has. So, you know, he has to be the GOAT. And now that he's finally won one, like himself, I was relieved. And I'm just glad we can call him a World Series, World Series champion. Have a great day, guys. Thanks, Jason. It, it, it is nice to just yeah. kind of, okay, uh, we, don't have, we don't have to deal with him. He, just he got the that. one. As, as much for the Dodgers, there was, listen, you want your squad to win a chip, period. Sure. But there are individuals that you get tied to and connected to that you're like, I want it as much for him as I do my own team. Yes. And Kershaw was in that in that spot. 877-710-ESPN. We're talking uh, Clayton Kershaw's debut way back 14 years ago today. Um, remarkable how quickly time goes and how good he's been. Where does he slot all time in that Dodger list? Plus, I heard something about Aaron Donald this morning that made my head hurt. I, 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 need, to, I need to release the pressure, Slee, and you're here to be my therapist. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle your auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. So we talked a little bit about... Uh, what you did yesterday, you're going to go, you worked out this morning. Yep. You went for a run yesterday, worked out this morning. You're not going to do like a two-a-day and go for another run this I'll afternoon. I'll go for a hike. Really? Yeah. Go for a little hike. What else? That's an hour. Let's say it's an hour. What else you got going? You're going to organize your sock drawer, sort your baseball cards. What are you going to do? Well, whatever the girl wants to do. Yeah. You know, hang out a little bit. Um, what do we have tonight? Tonight's you hit her with uh, the Chewbacca Miami, voice Boston. when you come through the front door. Hey, Lady Slee. She probably said, yeah, I want you to just head back over to <laughs> head back to the studio. I really want you to do that. I just think I think that I I think the, there's here's what I think. Okay. I think you're worried that it's going to be bad. Oh no no, it would of course. But but yeah. that's why I think it will be really funny is because it will be bad. Mine's bad, but I want I, I really want to hear play that one more time. Just kidding. <laughs> That's like a conversation. I don't know if we need like he's asking Han like so. We're gonna hit in and out on the way back from Tatooine, or are we just gonna swing through Arby's, or what are we doing? Like I feel that's what he's saying. That's there's like a lot going on right there. Hey Travis, just talk over his try. Did I miss it? It was a little semi one. It was a semi one. (laughs) Semi chewy. I think that could be a candy. It sounded more like Tarzan. It's it's okay. It probably was. It's all right. I missed it. Taylor, go back and edit me out. Fix that. It sounds like you're hurt. It sounds like you broke injury. your ankle. Got a quad injury. Slee, you all right? No, I'm just doing my chewy. That's pretty good, Al. I like it. I like it. Okay, so Taylor said he heard this this morning, and, yeah. and I just – this idea of that the Rams uh, 
and, and Aaron Donald, we talked about this the other day that there, I don't impasse is too strong of a word, right? They, 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 they have a disconnect on a new deal. You know, Aaron Donald wants to play. He wants to come back. Yep. He wants a new contract. The Rams want him to play obviously, but they haven't come up with the, okay, here's the number. Here's the terms. We're still waiting. I am fully committed to the idea that he's coming back. I don't, I, I don't see another path where it ends like there until I heard what Taylor said to me this morning, which is what if they kind of Patriot Patriots it up, which would basically be, listen, this is ruthless. Mm-hmm. This is cold blooded. This is entirely a uh, actuarial decision. Your best football is very likely behind you. And we're not going to pay you for what you've already done. We're willing to pay you for what you might do moving forward. And kind of drawn a line in the sand to, we're not we're not going to do it. We want to we want to keep this thing sustainable for as long as possible. And if we have this much money over on this player or that player, we can't do it. We could take the money that we're going to pay you and pay three other guys and get three other positions. We're not going to be as good without you for the short term, but for the long term, we could do it. The Dodgers for years and years and years would rather be a year early than a year late. Mm-hmm. I'll use my favorite Dodger as a kid. Steve Garvey is a perfect example. When I was 13 years old, and the Dodgers. Let Steve Garvey go to the San Diego Padres. I was devastated. How could you let Steve Garvey still really, really good? How mm-hmm. you can't start Garvey's the most popular, but what, 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 Steve Garvey can't be on the Padres. Steve Garvey went to the Padres and was a really good player for about another year or so, mm-hmm. and then wasn't the drop off game. Yep. So I, I this is kind of what it comes down to me. I, I think the Aaron Donald. I, I think the situation. I trust in the Rams. The Rams have, you've been able over the last five years to say, hey, I trust what they're doing. I think what they're doing is building the right team, the right roster. They're aggressive. Forget those picks. We're trying to win a Super Bowl. Hey, we made a mistake. We admit we made a mistake. We go correct it. There are a lot of things you want to give them. Mm -hmm. You want to give them the benefit of the doubt. They've earned it. Which makes me go back to the Aaron Donald piece of this and just say to myself, like, yeah, they're not gonna. That they're not going to not find a way to make it work because if you're what if putting they yourself genuinely believe out that you know what we've got what we can get out of this. Okay, so what? What's a? I, I, and not know, that he's I know the NFL is different. I know the NFL is different, but a bad deal for Aaron Donald is what? Like that's what you got to ask yourself. Sure. What is a bad deal for Aaron Donald? And I, I just don't see the Rams as much as I give them the benefit of the doubt. If they said tomorrow, guys. We tried negotiating them. We did absolutely everything we possibly can. Just didn't work out. It didn't make sense. Be a lot of pressure on the Rams there. Okay, Huge. hey, this that better have worked out the way you thought it would. But I, I mean, the the chances of that actually happening. I think the Patriot example is interesting. They do it. But the Patriots, what they do more of, we have our system. You you look better than you really are because of our system. You can almost even say that about the Dodgers. The Dodgers, you can say you walk into a situation. Where you got this many guys, this many all-stars, this much protection, this much run support. You walk into a situation that's different than if you took this team and you were playing for the the, the Angels or the A's sure. or the whoever the case is. Sure. I think that with the Rams, it's a little bit different in the sense that Aaron Donald's been doing it since he came in before that system was even there. Yep. All true. All true. Mm-hmm. What if, and I'm playing devil's advocate here because I'd give the guy, you know, half of SoFi if he asked for it. So I'm the wrong person to ask, okay? But what if it's, listen, the position you play Mm -hmm. and the way that you play it 
is predicated a lot on your athleticism, your quickness, your explosivity. Sure. And these things just they they start to deteriorate rapidly about nowish. We cannot do this. You have to give us some sort of buyback in this thing. It it's it's an interesting philosophical conversation. Now, I think that the the bigger problem than maybe hamstringing your team like and I'm making up numbers here. Say they give him twenty five million or thirty million yep. or whatever the number is, and what Von Miller end up getting six years, hundred something, something. It's 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 the and I know it's number, not yeah right? I know the guarantee is not but there. it's like fifty million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's just say that the guaranteed number is really really big, and you decide we, we we just can't go there. Not only are you potentially losing, and this is why when I heard it, I thought about it. It was interesting to me, and then I just keep coming back to this. Maybe it's a bad football deal, and you have to eat a year or two of him being something less than what he is right now. Mm-hmm. It sends a terrible message to everybody in that room. It sends a terrible message to your fans. And I'm not saying you do this with everybody, but you've been to Rams games. Don't come in anymore. You're a bad luck. But when you walk around, 80% of the jerseys are Aaron Donald jerseys. Yeah. That this is the most pop, this is the best player in the history of your organization. Mm-hmm. You can't. You, you, he gets the Kershaw deal. He gets the Kobe deal. He gets the one that makes you say, "Okay, is this make economic sense? Maybe not, but mm-hmm. give him what he wants for the health of the franchise, the other guys in the locker room, the morale around the building, the fans in the city, everything that has nothing to do with football. You need to do right by that guy." But th- this is also part of it as well. Are they not? What What are they walking into next season? Preseason rankings? Where are they? They're n- right near the top. If I think not they're at second, the top. right? I think yeah. you said maybe Buffalo's first and the Rams are second. There's also the piece of you got a chance to go win another one. Mm-hmm. Are you going to tell me Aaron Donald's going to have a significant drop-off in the next two years? Let me use two years as an example. Unlikely. Okay, unlikely. So in the next two years, do you think the Rams will be competing for a Super Bowl? No question. So the window that you're in as well also tells a lot of – remember when Les Snead was talking about it? Where are you in your window? Where are you in your window? Aren't they in the middle of their window right now? I, I just I, – I find it – this is the this is the challenge, though, right? I get some organizations that it's like, look, whether you're on this team or not, we're just that bad. This is the challenge, though, and and this isn't a per. I want to take the other two teams here in town. Mm-hmm. You got the Dodgers, who have somehow cracked the the, the code of we're going to be really great now, and we're also set up for the next. We're going to spend seven, eight a years. ton of money, more money than anybody else, right. but we're going to have the number one prospects. All of it. Yep. So even if. Some guys leave or whatever. We're, we're, we're fine. Mm-hmm. Corey Seager walks out the door like, yeah, okay, bye. Not that we don't love you, but we, we've got to, we're okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep it moving. There's that. And then there's the Lakers who have LeBron James. They moved heaven and earth to go get Anthony Davis. Hits. They try to chase it a little bit, move a little less heaven and a little less earth to go get uh, Russell Westbrook. And now all of a sudden, uh-oh, we, we're not very good. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot of heaven and earth to move anymore. We're mm-hmm. out. Now where are stuck we? with this? And now contract. we're going to have yep. to sit here potentially, and hopefully I'm wrong, but there could be a little bit of a valley coming up here over the next few years. And now what? Now the Lakers have enough equity in this thing that the Lakers are never going to be anything other than wildly popular. But if you got four, five, six, it's, you know, we're we're already two years into not very good. Mm-hmm. And what if there's three or four more, four or five more? Now all of a sudden there is no path back, and if you could start to flip, this is where the Rams are trying to figure. Are we the Dodgers? Or are we the Lakers? Do we go all in on what we have? Answer or your do own we try question. To do both what, things? what are they? I think that they're more Lakers than they are Dodgers. And now I don't think if the Dodgers are a one and the Lakers are a ten, I think the Rams are like a six and a half. I don't think they're all the way over there. But 
it's built on the backs of Aaron Donald and Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay. Mm-hmm. Okay, if those pieces age out, get hurt, decline in performance, how do you fix it? I don't have any picks. I don't, I got a lot of money tied up in a lot of different guys. I'd rather I'd turn. much rather have that if than the Lakers if. No question. Right? Like you the way you just described it, if something happened to Stafford. If well, he's not a young guy. He's not. And but, and he and something is happening to him. He's not throwing at camp or in mm-hmm. OTAs. I mean, again, I think he's going to be fine. I think Aaron Donald but will show up a big and do that. That's a much different if it is. than AD. It is. Right? Like from that perspective. Yeah. I, I think they're closer to – now, I, I understand what the Dodgers, they're, they're winning now and they're building for the future. I think they're closer to the Dodgers than they are the, the Lakers. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> for, for a couple, couple years. You know, you know who – you know the difference is? Mm-hmm. And and what makes as a Rams fan, as somebody that's very excited about where they are, and the thing that makes me think, okay, take a chance on Aaron Donald. Take a chance the wrong way. Give the man what he deserves. Yep. Give the man what he's earned. Yep. Matthew Stafford needs a little more. Yeah. Cooper Cup needs a little more. Yeah. Okay. Good. Take take care of your guys. Jalen Ramsey. Well, yeah. Give him a little bit more. Sean McVay. He's the skeleton key. Right. That if you give me some other guys that are not in first round draft picks, not Hall of Fame players, sure. I really do think he can figure some things out. If he decided, I'm going to go do TV. That, and that's a whole different story, I, 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 right? I, that's a completely different conversation. My, my lifelong dream has been to live in Jacksonville, Florida. Mm-hmm. And I want to go coach the, the Jags. Okay, mm-hmm. they're going to pay me $100 million a year. I'm yep. out of here. Yep. Okay? That would be a dun-dun-dun moment. Because I, th- I really do think he's the piece. And that one's different than if Dave Roberts decided tomorrow, Very. hey, you know what? Very. I'm going to and no disrespect day. to Dave. I just think that the NFL is a different sport than mm-hmm. baseball. Baseball is... We're going to steady as she goes. Football is we got to figure out how to beat these guys tomorrow. And McVay walked into the league and all of a sudden just started Come winning on, games. So Come on, man. Factor Cap is coming up next. Emily has a plan for when Ask Slee is best segment at the Mandy's. That's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Factor Cap time it is. That's my yoga impression. So Yoda? so average. I know. The I've been trying I've really heard. hard. <laughs> best I've ever Slee, heard. Slee's chewy, <laughs> che- chewy has got you beat by a nose. Just, yeah, just it's barely. okay. It's okay. Also, in uh, preparation for that, I looked up uh, who did the voice for uh, Yoda. Frank he, Oz. Frank Oz. But he did the voice for Miss Piggy. Yeah. Fozzie Bear. These are it, this is brand new information to me. Yeah. No. He. It, that's why it sounds a lot like a Muppet because right. the same guy that voices the Muppets a, is the guy that voices Yoda. I'm shocked. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm very happy about that. I know this information. I'm now. very embarrassed that I know that information, but it's uh, it's all the same. <laughs> all right, so uh, this was kind of going around uh, on the internet yesterday that there was an article saying that uh, millennials, people my own age group, are now... Our own. Our own age group, obviously, uh, are using travel agents more. So you would use a travel agent to book a long vacation. Travis, Patrick Cap. Yeah, fact. I, I mean, if I'm going somewhere that I have no experience with and that my wife has no experience with and I don't have a trusted friend that has gone through there and said, you got to do this, that, and the other thing, yeah, I, I would u- defer to an expert that says, you got to don't stay here. That place is a, is a dump. You got to make sure that you're here. Don't fly through this airport or, or make sure you see these sites. Yeah, absolutely. I know it feels a little uh, 1975-ish, but, but why not? Yeah, I would do it. All right, so my girl... Her uh, her mom has her own travel agency. And okay. She's had it for a while, and her trips are specifically to Cuba. Okay. Everybody and I, I. It sounds like a country like that. Can you imagine? Hey, you don't have to worry about anything. You don't, you literally don't have to. All you have to do is just you book it. We'll take care of everything. The hotel, the this, the that. 
my mom has gone on a couple of those where she goes with some other family and they go to Israel and they get a mm-hmm. chance to go to Jerusalem, the holy sites, all that stuff. I don't think it's for me per se, but I think they like to wander. I like that's exactly yeah. it. Is yeah. I don't want to go to all. See, the, I listen to what you do. I <laughs> keep it in my memory. I I like to pay attention to my co-host. I care about you. I'd like to know a little bit about you. I'd like to know what you like. What I you care. Dislike. I just have a bad memory. Um, but I, I would rather just kind of have the ability to let me go do my own thing. I feel like those that are not in that little, yeah, go get a travel agent or go get a travel agency. Wouldn't mind a little direction. They're going to help you. I wouldn't mind a little direction. Yeah. Taylor? Yeah, I'm with Slee. I respect the field, but I'm I'm trying to get lost a little bit. Nothing I, wrong with that. Go rent a car and see what you Have a couple bottles of wine, belly up at a bar. <laughs> blacked out. <laughs> I, I like the idea of someone else taking the reins. So if I'm going to a beach vacation, I don't need someone to plan this for me. I'm just going to go to the beach, chill out. But if it's something that's a a trip versus a vacation, like if I want to go to some place where I want to see a lot of sights, I would much rather someone else pick everything. So that's my personal opinion. I so, get that. I'm ready for a vacation. Where are we going? <laughs> Am I hurt? You ever not? Where are we going? I don't know. We'll pause. <laughs> Go back to uh, you. I would go back. I'd go back in a hotel. But this time you you wouldn't stay in a hotel. You'd stay in an Airbnb because you mentioned that too. I pay attention to the details. Next topic. (laughs) So uh, I need you to start quizzing me. (laughs) (laughs) A video in an article went around about a group of friends in an amateur soccer league in England uh, won their championship. And they decided to rent their own bus and throw their own parade. So they were just drinking on top of a bus going through this small town. So you would do this if... Ask Slee one best segment at the Mandy's. <laughs> Alan, factor cap. Sure. And it's just us five. Only the we're five just, people that work on the show. Where are we going? Where, where Where's our trip? Down Figueroa. All right. There's going to be nobody uh, down Figueroa, but you know, you know where we Some would go? Some people walking to work. Right. <laughs> Have no <laughs> idea like what's going on. Drive to San Diego. Yeah. But oh, I do I like, I do like the idea of taking it off of like the the main drag, right? Like these guys that go and they go celebrate. It's like, now let, let's go to... Imagine this. We'll Lots go. Of curves. We'll go the, on that that alley between the parking lot and the hotel convention center. Can I? Can I give you one? <laughs> Just back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Let me give you one. Dodgers win a World Series. Mm-hmm. Let's say they win a World Series this upcoming mm-hmm. this uh, in October. Instead of going like the regular parade route, sure. How cool would it be if they just no? We're going to do it differently. We're going to go down. It's gonna, we're going to make sure that we hit Boyle Heights. We, we're going to make sure that we hit, like, you know, Dodger, Dodger fans. I know Dodger fans are going to come here. I kind of like the concept of that. Take it Now, how are you going to coordinate it, all that stuff, figure that part out? But there's something about there's certain neighborhoods that are going to represent your squad better than we're the, so that's Olympic. why you got to take it somewhere that's specific to Slee. You got to take it to uh, El Cajon. Right. <laughs> you the, ask Slee through the mean streets of El Cajon. I think that's the place to. Um, I, I like the idea. I, I like the idea of doing your thing as long as it's done with full awareness, right? That it's done yeah, ironically. Just the five of us. Right? Yeah, yes. Knocking back beers, ask yeah. Slee on the side of the bus. It's going to be great. <laughs> Going to Yuma. Lovely this time of year. It's probably 107 Taylor? in Yuma right now. Yeah, I'd go, but I'd be worried to see my, you know, douse me in champagne or something. <laughs> that That's happening either way. <laughs> Holding me down. Are you going to drive the bus, Taylor? I think I could see you there driving the bus. Yeah, Taylor DD. can drive the bus. I still pour champagne on him. <laughs> all right, so uh, it is National Wine Day, and we all know our uh, history on this show with both uh, con- consumption and gifting of wines. So... A bottle of wine is the ultimate gift when you don't know what to get somebody. Taylor, factor cap. 
It's a great gift. I can't think of a more thoughtful gift. You know, uh, I, when Slee gave me the gift, I was crestfallen that I couldn't accept it, you know, and drink it. But you still have his, by the way, I think. I think Jorge. Is I think in Jorge is in possession of the yeah. wine, yes. Jorge to this day, I don't know if he's, I, I, it's has he drank it or yes, not. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, Jorge, <laughs> Jorge's not Taylor. Jorge will drink wine. Yeah, he, he, he was all over. Free wine? Yes, let's go. Trev? Yeah, I, I mean, I love to get it. I love to give it. I like to drink it. I like it. It's a, it's thoughtful without having to really go through the entire process of thinking exactly the perfect thing. You go over somebody's house. You can house get it on the dinner, way. You can get it on the way. Yep. It, it's you could. There's a million different levels you can go to. You can yep. go to kind of just quick and down and dirty to very expensive. Or I was at this winery, or you were my. You know, you mentioned you like this winery in Italy, and you, and you find a bottle of that. You can make it as thoughtful or as convenient as you want. It's a terrific gift. I don't think anybody. I agree with this. Nobody really says, "Oh my gosh, they got me a bottle of wine." No, Except I don't want a bottle of wine. Right? Like. Literally nobody says that. So I think a lot of times if you walk into a party or you're going to a dinner or something along those lines and you have a bottle of wine, there's a convenience fact. You spend 15 bucks, go to Trader Joe's. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's a good bottle of wine. It, absolutely. Go spend 40 bucks if you want. Whatever it is, somebody's going to be happy. So here's the it. question. Okay, and, and I've brought wine um, to parties, and I've had people bring wine to my house as, as things. Are you obligated to open that bottle when that person gets there? Like, if you, Emily, if you came to my house and you brought, you know that I like Pinot Noir, and you brought this bottle, and I've got a bar set up, and there's wine, and there's everything else, do I pop your bottle first? Is that the right thing to do? Or is this my gift to enjoy by myself later, or are we sharing it with the group? And it, and it gets even more complicated if the wine gets expensive. Like, if right. I gave you something, like, yep. let's say I found a really nice bottle. It's a $100 bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. Like, really, really crazy expensive. And you give it to me as a gift, and you're like, "Hey, yeah, I, I would love this. I thought you'd love it. Do I have to like no, I don't pour you, you a glass, to. or no. can I put it in my cellar?" It has it's, to be the moment, especially it's if there's already two wine bottles open. Let's say, for example, don't you kind of go through those? First? What if we finished those? Finish those now. Now you're working towards <laughs> it. Then, then I think it's okay. I think you're right. I think the I just came here. You have to open this one. I don't think you have to do that. Yeah. Okay. So I think it has to be the moment too. If it's something very specific and you like, you know that everyone would like it. I feel like it's kind of rude to be like, okay, I'm gonna put this away, like right now. I don't, yeah, so, I'm gonna it's go put this in like, the closet. I'm gonna go <laughs> put it in the garage. How did you know? That's exactly where the Rogers wine is. Is, is that where you closet? put it? Yeah. It's like yeah, in, um, in the Dark, office. Cool. Mm. When Jan was like, "Oh, this would be great to cook with," and then you <laughs> can't do that. So there are rude ways. I feel like you can do it, but also there's like, "Oh my god, this I would, would lo- I love this so much. I'm going to drink it another time." So, uh, yeah. So uh, the office is this show starring Steve Carell. Never heard of where it. They, <laughs> you know, it was set in a paper I've company. Never <laughs> Emily's never lost. watched it either. Emily hates The Office too. Just so you know. Uh, so, uh, have you ever heard of this show called uh, Better Call Saul? Never heard of it. Okay, cool. Uh, are you caught up? I am. I'm too behind. <laughs> oh wait. No, I didn't see the one you this Monday. Monday. Apparently something Monday. crazy happened. I've seen yeah. it on my Twitter. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I showed you guys a video of Tom Brady. Uh, is it Was it a hole-in-one? I think it was a hole-in-one. Yeah, it was. So it's a hole-in-one. Shot really cool. So a hole-in-one is the coolest thing that you can do in sports. Travis, factor cap. We're, okay, now I'd have to be a bad guy here for a second. Not exactly a hole-in-one because they were oh, playing from the middle of the fairway, but it's still an amazing shot. Not a golf person. An amazing shot. Um, is that real? I think so. I wouldn't bet my life on it, but I really do think it is. Because I've seen them do that thing where as you're hitting the ball, the drone goes right over the top and yep. it kind of chases the ball. Mm-hmm. So did they just did that drone just every single they shot? They probably took 100 shots and mm-hmm. one went in, and that's the one that we see. But um, I would do 
a lot of things to make a hole in one. I, I you know what I mean? Like I, I played golf a long time. I've been started playing when I was about twelve. Have started playing seriously since I was about twenty. Have you never had a hole in one? Never, really. Never. My dad, happy birthday to him again. Seventy-four years old. My dad's been playing golf his whole life. He doesn't have one. My dad's a good golfer. Does it bother you when somebody gets a hole in one? My brother, who has maybe played twelve rounds of golf in his life, has one. Has one. Okay, I've I played feel like thousands of rounds of golf in my life. I don't have one. So, Emily, to answer your question. It, to somebody like Alan, probably not. To me, it is right at the top of the list. Well, here, let me let me give you an example. If you said, all right, hit a full-court shot, which no. is incredibly difficult sure. to do, just to have the power to hit a full-court shot. If you said, all right, hit a home run, like an actual home run, right? Like the whatever that feeling would be hitting a home run. Or hole-in-one, because I don't think – I mean, you tell me, what what's the other equivalent? I don't think there Bowl is one. Bowl of 300? Yeah, maybe, maybe but that. That's, but that's, that's not happened. one shot. No, that's, that's a series of – like, even – I've hit a home run. Yep. Okay, I, and not – I mean, not in any – but in Little League and Pony League and high school, I've, I've hit home runs. It's awesome. So if you said take any of those for me, it is a hole-in-one. Really? Yeah. A hole-in-freaking-one. And I've my cousin's hit a hole-in-one. He plays golf, like you just said, once every other year. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. like a lot of people have. I had a good buddy of mine, too, I grew up with that was a golfer as well. He's at a hole-in-one. There's just got to be something of, like, where the hell's the ball? Oh, no, it's in the hole. In order of people, I would like to get a hole-in-one. Number one, my dad. Number two, me. And then I don't care. <laughs> Every, everything else after that. Screw you all Really not that. my problem. That's fair. My, Bro, my, you've been playing your whole life. He's been playing his whole life. My buddy Ryan, who, uh, Granite Hills Eagle, Ryan O'Coin. Mm-hmm. What up, O'Coin? He has two. And he's a really good golfer. That should be he's part of two your Twitter on your, on your uh, zero on your holes in one. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on there. Yeah, you should right now. We're gonna do it. All right. Um, you ready for a question? I never thought I was gonna ask. Are the Angels good? That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. Do you um keep your schedule on your phone like your calendar? Like no. do you you just up between your ears? You just yeah. kind of keep it. If I said to you like on the tenth of September. You'd say, yeah, I, I can help you with that. You wouldn't write it down. You'd just kind of remember that it's coming up? Uh, yes. Apparently, there's not too many things I'm <laughs> That's why. That's I'm why I'm asking. Like, I'm not, I'm that curious. that one, I'm good at. Okay. So, do you have anything going on May 1st? Or, excuse me, June 1st? No. No. Are you what free? Day, what day of the week is it's that? It's a Wednesday, Emily. Is that what we decided uh, to do? A week from today. A, a week from today. Yep. One week from today. I would say right after the show. You got time? Yeah. He's in, Emily. He's <laughs> okay. in. Yeah. It's going great. We're going great to move content. We're, we're going to help her. Okay, move. let's do yeah, it. Yeah, she asked me this morning. She she and I I, I she was very um, polite and courteous, but I could tell a little little uneasy asking. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I don't like help. I, I, don't I understand. But she's like, hey, um, were you, uh, would would you be able to help me move on on the first? I'm like, sure. Yeah, let me let me just let me get. I do keep a calendar, right? So I look and I'm, I'm open on on Wednesday. So yeah, I can show ends. Me. Yeah. We head out. We head out. Let's do it. Load up the Silverado with whatever. You're, you said you're getting a U-Haul too. Yes, I got a U-Haul because I, I have some. I have probably more things that can fit in your Silverado. Your Silverado probably could fit a lot, mm-hmm. but we have the U-Haul too, just in case. Okay, so are we, <laughs> I feel like we should have coveralls yeah, is... or <laughs> some sort of like work boots yeah, or something. Bring out, you know those belts that they use. Yeah, the weightlifters belts, right? <laughs> Let me just first say this: we will 100 percent 
be the worst movers. <laughs> she won't ask again. <laughs> you know how they're going to say, you know how they're going to say, uh, you know, you're going upstairs or downstairs or whatever. Oh, I didn't even ask that. Are we moved, taking this stuff okay. up or downstairs? So, there, so my house I currently live in is one story, so no stairs there. Okay. But there is stairs at the second place. How many flights? Uh, Like a three a three stair flight and then like a... But we're, just, but we're on the second floor. Yeah, we're not, second floor. It's, you it's, don't it's live in like, like a Wilshire high no, rise no. where we gotta walk up to the twelfth floor. Very far. Did you know and there were stairs? I did not. Yeah, that that will <laughs> that's gonna change. I'm gonna do some more squats here between now and uh, what uh, what things? I mean, you mentioned bed and a bed frame. Right. So that is the main things that you're gonna have to move. I've also already moved like. 80% of my stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh. I've been doing it in like portions to my house. You have access to the new place already? Yeah, so they, they let me in. They're, they're very sweet about this stuff because they know the situation that I have in my own place. And I also, uh, ha- I'm busy this weekend, so I only really have the first to do big move. So all it is is going to be a chair that I have, which is I can carry it myself. And then a mattress, which I couldn't carry myself, and bed frame. And the mattress, you said it's a double? It's a fi- It's a full. It's a full. Yeah. Okay, we can we can do that. Yeah. I was going to have, have a full life pivot. Also, it's one of those like it's a foam mattress so it's stretchy it's not like it's like okay. straight yeah, ones. Good. So, I think you guys can do it. I just can't do it myself, which is no, why I'm asking. No, we can do it. It's just going to be comical <laughs> to watch us do it. Yeah, I want would. you guys to meet my yeah. roommate too. My I, I, I'm go. not going to lie. I'm, I'm <laughs> No, you go you go front. You go Oh, I can tell you right now. I'm just telling you right now. Yeah, you can't walk backwards. I'm the on the bottom. Yeah, right. right. I that I'm the guy that's. that's All right, but here's the you, thing: you you're have to do. doing the that's really. Fine. Other that's fine. That's fine. I will do that. You'll do the- But you have to lift your side up a little bit. I, I can't be bent down no. like this going up the <laughs> stairs. What are the odds that we get out of here without being seriously hurt? One. In, I also can't lose five? my security deposit, so we're not. We're not knocking no, no, into walls. No, no. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm, I'm a member but, of society. Yeah, I'm not going to damage anybody's stuff. It's, it's, it's not, not my not, deal. It's not that you intentionally did it. It's because. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah, but it's it, it, it's a. I'm sorry. I know you just told me a full. It's a. It's not like it's, it's a, a California King where we're gonna be struggling with this thing down there. It's it's not a huge. I can thing. lift it up myself. I've lifted yeah. it up before myself. And I'm, uh, no one's questioning that. It's just <laughs> it's Trav and I. Just <laughs> right, that what that's right. gonna look like. The one thing I will say is going up the stairs uh-huh. with anything that you have. You know, we're gonna be turning corners. We're gonna try to get the angle down. Is it's, there a tight turn involved in any of this? So there is a turn. Uh, actually, there's a turn in my current place and a turn at the place we're moving sure. into. But yep. again, it's a it's a bendy mattress. Does the bed frame come apart? Yes, okay. I will. I will. So my, Does the mattress my plan come is apart? <laughs> <laughs> my plan is to have the bed frame totally take it apart before you guys get there. So it's just the loading. Do in, we have so. to reassemble the bed frame when we get I there? I can do it. I've done it my bed frame before. I, I I feel like this is gonna be pretty easy. I don't like asking for help, and I, I just I just like I will make it as easy as possible for you. My parents, um, you can you can call my parents. Say they. I'm Always say I'm the it. best mover. Look forward to it. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be yeah, fun. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. happy to help. Because my mom was like, Emily, you need to take Travis, Travis up on his offer because she was listening to the show. So yes. you have to ask him because I think your dad would do the same thing for anybody. Of I course. Like, okay, I got a question I'll for you. Before you even, because there's a way your body will feel before and a way your body will feel after. Don't forget during. And during. <laughs> yeah. When she said, hey, there's there's steps, there's uh-huh. stairs. Yeah, I, did your lower back, like, did did a nerve just like something kind of. Yeah, it, it it crossed my mind. It, it was one of those things that made me think, you know, maybe I being a nice guy, has, there's some risk involved. I, I could very easily tear both of my hamstrings. It's not out of the question. It could happen. If you I just need one thing from you. If I'm if I got my back facing the stairs going up okay, uh-huh. 
first off, I can't even I'm, – I'm going to be feeling the whole way. I'm not going to know what's going on. You have to lift your side up a little bit. I will. Do you see what I'm saying? No, I, here's the deal. Because I've seen people do it, and it's like no. that person's carrying 84% of the weight, and he's using all back. <laughs> I, I understand exactly what you're asking. Um, Your knees are locked. I, I, will, I will have it up to my chest. That's perfect. Okay, I will, have it, I will have a chest. Yep. I'll have my hands underneath it like I'm doing a military press kind of deal. Okay, I'll be underneath it. Wait, as we can't go we do? Can't we do side of the mattress? We might be able to. Yeah, I think we, we can do we, side we of the mattress. That. So but we're both facing this leaving, way. You're leaving out the most important thing that you need to not do. You can't let go. That even if you're, you're right, because I'm on the low end of this, gravity will take me out. I'll be like a Travis-shaped bowling pin on the, on the wrong side Then you'll go into the this. wall and there's be a Travis-shaped hole. <laughs> That's right, like Bugs Bunny. We're eight steps in and I'm like, I can't do it. I'm, I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go. Trav, look out. Boom, boom, boom. And this is going to be free marketing for the Travis and Sliwa show because I'm going to introduce you to my roommates. I'm like, oh, these are my hosts because I have go. to introduce you guys in some way. I can't be like, oh, these are co-workers. Two guys I hired out in front of Home I was just going to say, you know what you should say? <laughs> right? You should say, these are professional movers. Yeah. That what you should say. These guys were out in front of Home Depot. They, yep. were, they were hustling for work and mm-hmm. uh, decided to pick these guys up. And they had a Silverado and they were ready to go. Both change our voices a little bit. You know, a little <laughs> bit. Uh, good to meet. Good to meet you guys. When, when was the last time you moved? Six years ago, yeah, yeah, I'm about this, about the same. We had a run where we moved four or five times in like a four well, or five year window. Military, <laughs> no, yeah. late, uh, your family actually <laughs> never really got because you've been in the military here, for as long as you have. Here was the order of events: fired, <laughs> fo- followed, the military. followed by new job, mm-hmm. followed by another new job, followed by didn't have enough money to buy a house, so we had to rent. So, mm-hmm. Followed by lease was up. Followed went to the next place. Followed by lease was up. Followed into where we are. Stability. Right now. Yeah, it's really, and we you know it makes it a lot easier. Little kids. I would I would really recommend when you move have three kids under sure. ten years old. 100%. It makes it super fun. Just I've moved about like really six easy. times, maybe seven times the last we five years. Bring, uh, we should bring your your uh, younger son. <laughs> oh no, he, yeah. Michael, not, not super helpful. Not great. not super, Michael not Michael would not be the right man for the job. That's why Susan That's, would be. That, well, no, Susan yeah, would definitely be the right man for yeah, the job. No, no one's She'd asking come in now there and, and take care of it.